0: How many times have you dropped your dreams or projects because life happened or you got cold feet or you were afraid or you didn't want to take the risk? I looked into this as do I let my fears, my doubts sabotage my vision or am I able to take a step back and remind myself why am I doing what am I doing? Welcome to the She Is Awesome podcast, the home for women business owners filled with extraordinary stories, giggles, and thoughtful conversations, offering inspiring takeaways for your life and your business. Hey bosses, how are you doing this week? So, I'm so excited to share this episode. It was a little bit of a hard one for me to... Both develop it and also, you know, listen to it. But I think it's a good one. So disclaimer, this one is a tough one. It requires work. So I suggest that before you listen to this episode, you take a notepad and pen. Or if you are right now listening while you're doing your chores or running or when you're in the gym... I might suggest that you come back to this episode because there are some questions that require you writing or taking notes. So, what are we going to talk about? I want to talk about being a great boss for yourself. Right, this has been a very interesting journey that really made me think about how I behave towards myself as a business owner And as an employee of that business, i.e. how much do I protect myself and nurture myself and also in the same time, how much I push myself out of my perceived limits. So this whole process started with me training female leaders of a big company on leadership and entrepreneurship. And it was a really interesting journey. There were 22 female managers and business unit leaders. And this was the first time, this was a few years ago, this was the first time I was actually leading female-only corporate program. So it was quite exciting. I was also quite anxious. And I didn't really know how was I going to connect with this uh, audience because it had been more than 10 years that I'm out of corporate life. And um, I'm kind of really pro-entrepreneurship. So I was really a little bit worried about this connection, but it was really cool. And you know why? Because what I was able to observe was that actually many of our needs, insecurities, pitfalls in the systems, our qualities and strengths were exactly the same you know, what we are experiencing in entrepreneurship is actually not that different in the employee world, in the professional world. And that's why we actually really connected well with these 22 female managers. Some of them actually became friends of mine. So during this workshop, I had asked them a question. What are the skills and qualities of a great boss? And you know, They have all worked with great bosses and also their bad bosses. They do feel sometimes great about being a boss and sometimes not so good about it. And they came up with 88 answers. So we had to kind of tidy them and we categorize them under 10 major characteristics. And the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go through these 10 characteristics one by one. And then I'm going to talk about how did I come up to think about those lately. The first characteristic that they said was a great leader, a great boss on boards others on their vision, on their vision about their company or on their vision about the next period that is coming up. And the second quality that they talked about is a great boss utilizes and maximizes their people's skills, and qualities. And then a the third one, they said, a great boss creates safe environment to grow and develop for people. Fourth characteristic was listens. Fifth one was genuinely gets interested in what people think. Six, has empathy. Seven, generates debate and discussion. Eight, takes decisions. Nine, supports their team and 10 communicates clearly. So what I loved about these characteristics was that it's actually not just about being a great boss, but it's about leadership, right? And I think probably back then my first thought was, you know, it's going to stay here. It's nothing to do with what we are doing in terms of solopreneurship or micro business ownership. So I wrote the report to the company and I sent it and it was perfect. But the other day, I again trained another cohort of women for the same company and I asked the same question and the similar answers came up. So I was really interested in this. And for me, it was a really quite Eye opener. I really didn't think that it was going to ignite a very transformative thought process for me. But because I have been now working with both professional and also entrepreneurial women, I think I kind of got this insight into both worlds. And I felt like, oh my God, there are so much parallels that I didn't pick up a few years ago. So For the last like week, I kept having these flashbacks to certain discussions and I kept thinking about all the similarities again in terms of our entrepreneurial life and what is expected from a boss. And guess what? A few nights ago, it was full moon and I was lying awake at 3 a.m. with 1900 tabs open in my brain, right? And all of a sudden, one decided to take over. And it was all about this idea of being a great boss. So I started to ask myself a bunch of questions. You know, what about me? What about you? What about us women business owners? We are essentially self-employed bosses, solopreneurs, or micro-business owners. Can we ask that question to ourselves? Can we ask ourselves the question of, Am I a good boss for myself? And I admit it's a little bit of a tricky question. You know, the entire process is slightly schizophrenic and it made me feel like I had double personality, but I got some absolutely key stuff out of it. And I really want to share this because I think it helped me push certain boundaries that I wasn't able to push for myself, and it helped me to set in place some systems and thought processes that are there to protect me. So it's quite transformative. So bear with me, okay? So what have I done? I scored myself on the list of those 10 characteristics, right? For each parameter, I give myself a score between 1 to ten. One being, I'm shit at it, and 10 being, wow, I'm rocking at it, right? And my score was, no, I'm not going to tell you my score, not yet. I will tell it to you later, but first I will explain to you all the thought processes around and how I got to the scores and how I actually force myself to think about those parameters in a micro-business ownership world, right? Because it's fun. It's really fun and eye-opening to think like this. So you really need to kind of like follow me on this. So basically, your employee self will be rating your boss self, okay? But your employee self has many different roles, especially if you are solopreneur or microbusiness owner. So you're not just the visionary entrepreneur. You are also sometimes doing some sort of admin. You're also dealing with customers. You're also doing sales and marketing. So you have a lot of hats. And you got to think about it as, right, what is your director, your boss giving you, so your boss self, is giving you as kind of workload or what they are prioritizing for you or how do they treat you? Are they a good boss for you? And they means you. So as I said, it's a little bit complicated, but bear with me because I'm going to walk you through this. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go over each parameter and explain to you what that characteristic of being a great boss means as a microbusiness owner? Because I really spent a lot of time on this, right? So the first characteristic was onboard others on their vision. So now you can tell me how the heck do I onboard myself on my own vision, you know? And here is my twisted mind, how it works. How many times have you dropped your dreams or projects because life happened? or you got cold feet or you were afraid or you didn't want to take the risk. I looked into this as do I let my fears, my doubts sabotage my vision or am I able to take a step back and remind myself why am I doing what am I doing, right? And that's really important. So to me, onboarding yourself on your vision is about Are you able to stay the course, stick to your dreams? Okay. Now, the second one was utilize and maximize people's skills. Again, it feels like how do I utilize and maximize my own skills? What more I can give, right? So to me, this was a bit of a difficult one because we wear, as I mentioned, so many hats in our businesses. I personally so sadly that I maximize my employee skills a lot. So I maximize my coaching skills, I maximize probably my marketing skills. But what about the director of the company? Do I maximize the entrepreneurial skills? Do I take risks? Do I do things that are bold enough? to transform my company, to accelerate my growth, to delegate properly, meet right people. And I think from my end, the answer was sometimes I get even myself who keeps actually, you know, talking all about working on the business. Even myself, I get too much sucked into the business and I need to always like stop myself and actually take myself out of it and think about it. Am I on the right track? Right. So that was it. That was about, are you maximizing and utilizing your skills to their best? The third one is creating safe environment to grow and develop. This one is simple. Are you investing in yourself as a business owner to grow your skills as a business owner? And I guess the only way for you to grow a business to a level that you want is to grow yourself. So whatever you do, If your score is low on this, that means that there is a big, big, big aha moment for you. And you got to really work on that. Now, the fourth one was listen. Do I listen to myself? Well, hmm, right. No cheating. This means actually a lot of things. So it might mean, in one hand, are you self-aware enough to see when your mind is playing tricks on you? When the negative self-beliefs and negative talks, you know, take over and they're working their way through your confidence. So that might mean that and catching yourself there. Or are you in tune enough to understand the signs of stress and fatigue? And are you brave enough to say no to protect yourself? So that is another kind of component And guess what? Fuck, my low score was here. So I'm pretty good at catching myself in terms of negative talks and, you know, confidence issues and all that stuff. But I think there is an hyperachiever in me that pushes myself too much at certain times where I need to listen to myself more. So what is your listening skill score for yourself? Or are you really listening to yourself? Five was genuinely gets interested in what people think. So, do I genuinely get interested in what I think? Okay, here we get a little bit schizophrenic, right? Because it's like I'm thinking, so I am interested in my thinking. But take a step back again. How many times you took decisions because it was supposed to be, should, must decisions. You know, how many times you actually made a step because it looked better, because that was the step that you wanted to be seen taken. So how many times you actually ignored your gut feelings or sometimes even your real desires? I think we can interpret this question as a business owner in a way that is Quiet, healthy? Like, have I taken a step back and had that inner conversation? Or do I have right people around me, say a coach, a mentor, a like-minded mastermind friend, a partner, whatever, who can help me ask the right questions and hold space for me to think through? You know, in the past few weeks, I was facing a very interesting business situation. And the first thing that I have done was to call my five key people. And my five key people are those people who I know want my best. They have some sort of understanding of what I do or at least entrepreneurship. And they would definitely ask me the right questions. And cook me on the spot to actually make me think harder. And the idea is, do you really have those type of people around you that can help you? Or do you go through that process to genuinely get interested in what you are thinking? Okay. So the sixth one was, is empathetic? So do I have empathy for myself? What does that even mean? Could that make me to have a lot of self-pity maybe? Well, that might go, of course, in that sense, but I guess it is the ability to understand without judgment our own reactions to a situation and understand and grow from our failures without letting them define us as a failure. And in this world, it might be a little bit hard, but it is one of the most important part of the journey of growth as a business owner And since I am able to, you know, relieve myself from the burden of failure, I have made so much progress. It is basically about showing up for ourselves and being non-judgmental towards ourselves, you know. And this is an important bit. So what's your score on that one, huh? Because that score will show you How much time are you spending? How much energy are you spending to create negative energy that will drain you or to create positive energy that will actually move you forward? And that's really, really important to look into with brave eyes. Seven, generates debate and discussion. So to me, this meant more of having time to think strategically, having time to work on the business, having time to plan continuously for my business and make sure that I have the right people surrounding me actually to help me take those right decisions. Eight. A good leader takes decisions. They don't hang it there. And I guess we can ask ourselves, are we good decision makers? You know, are are we just, you know, living life and doing nothing? Or are we taking decisions to take our businesses a step forward? The nine was, to me, the most important thing, supports. So a good leader, a good boss supports their team. Do I support myself? Am I a good boss for myself to support myself? And I see this as one of the pillars of entrepreneurship. How do I support myself as a business owner? Do I outsource? Do I delegate on time? Do I actually buy time instead of selling time? Do I make sure that I get mental and strategic support? Do I invest in myself as a business owner to have the right people in place, be it the team, be it the advisors, be it the coaches, mentors, and also those support networks in our personal life? Do I have them, you know? Do I have that support network? And finally, the 10th one was communicates clearly with the team. So for me, this goes alongside of listening, listening skills. And I think for me, the game changer habit that I developed that really transformed my life and my business is to have open conversations with myself, such as I'm going to do this, but why? Why am I going to do this? Is it because I want to impress people? Is it because I think it will look good or does it really have a purpose or I don't want to do this? Is it because I am led by my fears and my comfort zone or because it's not strategic to do it? So it's really kind of like, like being a boss, you know, in a more classical sense, being a boss and saying, right, get over yourself, Jay, do it. Or actually, you know what? you're right. Don't do it. Don't take that step. And that for me represents communicating clearly with myself. Now, you have the tools, right? And if you haven't caught everything, I really suggest that you go back and listen to them. It will take 10, 15 minutes of your time. But these questions are jam. Seriously, these questions are jam. And if you give your score on each question, at least what you're going to see is what are the areas of improvement what are the areas where you got to do more for yourself you got to show up more for yourself to be a better boss because when you do that not only you're going to be happier in your business but also your business will start to blossom because you're going to be on that positive energy positive flow journey what happened to me is that these questions I actually checked and checked again. I didn't just go like one, two, three, or, you know, seven and six and this. I actually went back and checked again and thought about it. It took me a while. And because I also thought about the sense of it, it really took me a while to actually nail it. So I advise you to take about an hour before you really action on this and listen to this episode over and over to be able to work through things. And tell me the score. What is your score? Tell me, like send me a mail or something. I'm really, really interested. Actually, I'm thinking of um, putting it on a survey at some point. Oh, what's mine? Okay, I'll tell you what is mine. Mine is 67. My highest is that I onboard myself on my vision. So I gave myself a big pat on the back, and my lowest is I don't listen to myself enough. So I decided to listen to myself. I decided to give myself more credit when I am craving for actually something. So your turn. Take your pen, take your notepad, take notes, and score yourself on those 10 questions. Are you a good boss for yourself? and send me an email let's have a chat i really love this exercise and i really hope that it will be as fun and as useful for you meet me here next week bye now Well, my friend thank you for listening to this she is awesome podcast if you want to share your extraordinary story and dare to inspire others send an email to hello at academywe.com you can find the email address in the show notes well let's meet here again next week take care bye now